Hello and welcome to today's Deeper Than Blue soundbite. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button, or if you'd like to find out more, head over to deeperthanblue.co.uk. Our topic today covers IBM Cloud and integration, going in depth into the IBM Cloud Packs, which are a faster, more reliable way to modernise and move to the cloud. So, let's introduce our speakers. I'm Hayley from Deeper Than Blue, and I'm going to hand over to Steve, who will give an introduction to today's topic. Uh, yeah, thanks Hayley, and welcome everybody um, to the other episode of uh, DTB Soundbites. Today we're going to look specifically at the Cloud Pack for integration, which we, um, we touched on in our earlier episodes. Um, and once again, I'm with Chris Booker from, um, from Deeper Than Blue, and Peter from IBM. Welcome, guys. Um, so to kick off the session, I think um, we um, would look at um, the Cloud Pack for integration. And I think, Pete, specifically, we could go through the actual technologies that reside within the pack. Um, and then maybe, Chris, we can move on and look at some of the use cases that we have within Deeper Than Blue. Sounds good. Um, thanks, Steve. So, yeah, so Cloud Pack for integration, we, we spoke a little bit about earlier, but it is a... It's a single product from IBM. I'll, I'll keep stressing that it is a single software product, but it has a number of underlying capabilities uh, which allow organizations to be very agile in the way that they integrate uh, their applications and their data uh, and their business with uh, external third parties as well. So it's designed to deliver um, a huge amount of choice really in terms of how organizations build their integration architectures. Um, for, for some time now, uh, organizations have been building uh, architectures against certain patterns. Uh, we went through the whole SOA period uh, with enterprise service person, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're in a new stage. We're, we're at the point where to embrace uh, the multi-cloud and all the capabilities within cloud-native technology, microservices, the things that we spoke about on previous episodes, we need to have an integration architecture which is far more agile and more modern in order to work in those environments. And that means that we need not only technologies which are, offer this level of agility and choice, um, but it means that actually that our organizations are going to work in a slightly different way. So we won't necessarily be integration specialists who are integrating applications going forward. It may be, uh, as we would say, uh, consumer uh, integrators within organizations who are not as deeply technical skilled, they might sit within line of business, but they're able to very quickly add value by connecting pieces of data and applications together in order to achieve um, a business requirement. So that's what we're trying to deliver, Cloud Factor integration. Um, and within there, we have a whole series of capabilities. Now these capabilities are based on uh, historically market leading uh, products from IBM, uh, now brought together as a single offering. Um, so. Really, we, we have one single integration platform which will support a number of different integration styles. That's great. Thank, thank you, Pete. And, um, and I suppose from a, from a deeper than blue perspective, Chris, um, we've worked with uh, a number of these, and I'll be careful to call them capabilities and not and technologies rather than products, Pete, and uh, we'll get into the mindset of integration as the product. Um, but we have a number of these capabilities that we've uh, that we've used um, deeper than blue install base. Can you um, give some examples of, uh, of the industries and, and how we deployed these capabilities, Chris? Sure, of course I can. Yeah, that's fine, Steve. So as Pete mentioned earlier, these technologies that uh, are now part of IBM Cloud Pack for integration 
have been proven over many years on a global uh, basis. And uh, Deeper Than Blue and our team are highly experienced in terms of their deployment. Uh, we've worked with them to some extent for over 20 years or their previous versions, should I say. Um, and today we continue to use and deploy them in, in our applications that we help clients and solutions that we help clients uh, deploy into production. Uh, and some examples of that are uh, across a number of different business sectors. So if we were to take, for example, retail, um, we're using what uh, many, many years ago was called WebSphere Message Broker. Uh, today it's called IBM App Connect Enterprise that has been known as Wesby, uh, as well as IBM Integration Bus. So it's had a few names, but it's fondly loved and used and its purpose is to connect systems and provide transformation of information between those systems. Um, and we use it uh, within retail environments. So we're connecting front-end consumer applications. So e-commerce, for example, but also call centers, uh, maybe run by third parties in some cases. And we're connecting those applications to line of business applications inside the retailer's business. So that might be systems like buying and merchandising. It could be ERP. We're certainly connecting through to warehouse and fulfillment. Uh, but we're also connecting into third parties who are part of that last mile fulfillment to the doorstep. So as you can see, it pretty much is bringing everything together and providing the, the glue of connectivity. Um, so from the minute that you place the order at the glass to the point that it's delivered on your doorstep and you're signing for that parcel or that delivery, uh, it's tracking the journey from start to finish. Um, other examples of where we're using it are in things like food manufacturing, for example. We've got a number of food manufacturers where they take data from their shop floor. Uh, they're doing data capture at that level. And then that's been sent through to CRM systems. It's been pushed into data warehouses for reporting and management information. Uh, also helping with demand planning. And again, it's, it's providing effectively what we used to refer to as a hub and spoke topology of connecting systems, business processes and people together um, so that they can make informed decisions. Um, other sectors where we deploy this are in things like logistics uh, and shipping. But we're also using technologies like IBM MQ in those as well as well as in automotive uh, and IBM MQ is the messaging uh, robust backbone technology that's been used around the world for many years including banking networks finance systems uh, and effectively allows people to uh, create a message with some information in it and send it robustly in a guaranteed delivery format uh, from end to end between two parties um, so there's just a couple of examples where we're using it. Um, certainly, if you look at automotive from the minute that uh, a manufacturer is producing a vehicle, manufacturing a, a vehicle, then we will uh, effectively give production line side information and send that down the supply chain of when that vehicle will be finished from a manufacturing perspective, when it can be collected from the plant, taken by road maybe to a port, put on a ship, shipped across the world, 
then collected by a transporter in country and eventually delivered to a dealership. So you see it on the forecourt as that shiny new vehicle. But MQ and Message Broker or ACE as we now know it, is actually that backbone that's doing that message transformation and message delivery. But for you and for the dealership, allowing you to track where that vehicle is in that supply chain. Great. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks for that insight. And I suppose for a number of the uh, of the DTB and IBM um, install base who um, are moving into the, uh, the you know utilizing the, uh, the cloud pack for integration of the products, uh, I suppose they get also get to get into see good value in in leveraging the other technologies that. All, all, Previously, maybe they hadn't had license and, um, and, and maybe couldn't see a use case, but now opening up that, those capabilities to them. Are we finding, are we seeing any changes in, in, in attitude or changing in, um, in, uh, in desires in, for how they use the technology within the business? I think uh, one area where we've seen more adoption in this last few years and consumerism has driven some of this is if you think about that device that is in your hand most of the day uh, being your smartphone you've got a number of apps sat on that smartphone they're effectively connecting through apis um, and then from there connecting back into systems that provide information so whether it's uber um, a takeaway site or a site where you may book a table in a restaurant we're, we're using APIs uh, in that particular case where we're connecting through those APIs from that mobile application, that app on your phone. Um, there is effectively technology in between that is managing that request and response uh, from a gateway perspective and making sure the information is secure, that it's timely in its delivery, um, that the right people are able to access the right information. Um, and from that perspective, IBM has a technology called API Connect. Um, and Pete, that's part of um, the cloud pack for integration, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's an important part. And the, the, the world of APIs um, and API management, the API economy, as people talk about, has, has been growing for a number of years now. So it's, um, it's a really important part of the, uh, the modern integration model, if you like. Um, communicating via APIs allows you to uh, control uh, access to information, but also throttle uh, the you know the number of requests you get against the particular interface and, and secure it as well. So having something like API Connect, which allows you to to manage that, um, and the the data power virtual capability, which is our secure gateway, also part of Cloud Pack integration. Having those together. Um, allows you to have a, a robust way of exposing uh, these application calls, if you like, so that your, your business can be uh, open and agile, but at the same time secure and in control. And at this present time, um, we're recording this, this particular podcast uh, remotely. Um, as you're probably aware, you know, organizations can have uh, files of a small size, payload in nature. But organizations increasingly, even those outside of the media and entertainment sector and gaming sector, are starting to produce larger files by the use of video or, or, or large data in terms of bulk. Um, and so when people are working remotely or between remote sites, there's a necessity 
to move information and data, large objects, in a quick manner uh, between those two, two locations. Um, and one of the um, technologies effectively within, in the, within the Cloud Pack for integration is IBM Aspera, uh, which permits, facilitates this ability to transfer data at high speeds. Pete, do you want to just uh, develop on that in terms of uh, its its capabilities and, and, and use cases? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think you summarized it. It's, it's fairly simple in terms of what it delivers. Um, the technology, obviously, is very advanced underneath. It has some patented technology uh, for how it achieves it. But what it achieves is um, fast, secure uh, transfer of um, files and data. Uh, across the public internet, essentially. So organizations, particularly in the current climate, are having to move um, large pieces of data across a, a highly contended network um, on which they have, they don't have end-to-end -end control. It's, it's a big problem. Uh, being able to do that securely and quickly uh, is even more of a problem. So it, it's, uh, it's very relevant. Um, as of now, an IBM are offering, you know, at uh, the current time, we're offering um, free access to our SaaS-based um, Aspera offering to deliver just this high-speed file transfer. But even before the, the current um, situation, we, we've seen rapidly increasing adoption of these kinds of technologies for, for various different use cases. So we're seeing increased um, use by manufacturing to move um, specs or CAD drawings or uh, in healthcare to move um, imaging data, which are huge data files. Um, we have customers using this in, in oil rigs because they don't have direct uh, network access um, or fast network access back to um, land. Um, so they had previously you know, been using other, uh, let's say more manual methods of getting data out of the oil rig. Uh, now they can actually transfer the data over the limited bandwidth they do have in a secure and a more performant manner. So there, there are lots of different use cases in lots of different industries, but if there is any need in your organization to move large pieces of data over limited bandwidth networks uh, securely and at speed, then this is a fantastic technology to look at. Brilliant, well, uh, well thanks okay. Pete. Thanks Chris for the um, for the, the overview of the use cases. Um, seems to me that uh, Cloud Pack for integration is, uh, is certainly one that customers need to be looking at, especially if they use they use any of the uh, the underlying technologies historically. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in and um, to uh, DTB the DTB um, soundbite series, and we hope to uh, speak to you soon. Many thanks. That has been a really good insight for our listeners. And if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to ask us. Send them across to info at deeperthanblue.co.uk, which comes straight to me, and I'll be able to deal with it from there. We'll see you guys in our next podcast. Again, please subscribe to be the first to see this by hitting the subscribe button, and we look forward to seeing you then. Thanks. <laughs>